This morning I want to speak on the subject of the sacrifice of prayers. And there's a well-known scripture in Hebrews 13 verse 15 that I just want to bring to us this morning. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of prayers to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. There's a distinct difference between offering the sacrifice of prayers and praising God. A very distinct difference. You know, if we are in right relationship with God, if we are in the place where God wants us to be, prayer should flow very easily from our lives and from our lips. It should become to us as believers as natural as breathing to praise the Lord. How many know, friends, that the Bible declares, let everything that has... How many have got breath here this morning? Anybody not got breath? We'll come and give you the kiss of life. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And so it should become as natural as breathing that for a Christian in right relationship with God, prayer should become very easy. We have much to thank God for, haven't we? And much of our prayers, in fact, 99% of prayers is thanksgiving to God. The hymn writer said, Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like me, his prayers should bring. Another hymn says, I'll praise my maker while I breath. And when my voice is lost in death, praise shall employ my noblest powers. My days of praise will never be past, while earth and being and eternity last. Because when we finish praising Him down here, we'll be praising Him up there. Amen? His prayers shall continually be in our lips, on our lips. Friends, when we remember His goodness to us, there should be a spontaneous burst of prayers that comes from all of our hearts. The sacrifice of prayers, the subject that we're dealing with this morning, is somewhat different. Let me say the, the sacrifice of prayers, it doesn't flow easy. It's not, it, 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 it's not always spontaneous. It's not the prayers we offer because everything in the garden is rosy. And everything is going well. It's not the prayers that we offer when we're on the mountain top and we're happy and blessed. The sacrifice of prayers is praising God when we don't feel like praising God. How many know that there are two times we ought to praise God? When we feel like it? What's the other time? When we don't. The only two times 
we are to praise God. When we feel like it and when we don't. The sacrifice of praise is giving praise to God when everything is going wrong. When our world's falling apart. You know, the Bible is full of examples of people who were in a crisis who praised God. I was just reading this morning of Abraham when he took Isaac up that mountain to sacrifice him. He said an amazing thing to the young men who were with him. He said, you look after the donkey and me and the lad will go further to worship and we will come back to you again. Isn't that amazing? We will come back to you again. He didn't know that. His faith told him that God, the Bible says, was able to raise Isaac from the dead. Hallelujah. Because Abraham believed in the promises of God. In Isaac, your seed will be called. I think of Jonah in the belly of that big fish who in the bowels of the earth lifted up his voice with the seaweed hanging round his head and he praised God. I think of Paul and Silas in that prison in Philippi and at midnight they praised God. Job, when everything went wrong, when one thing after the other went wrong. Have you ever had a time in your life when everything seems to go wrong, one thing after the other? That happened to Job. One thing after the other went wrong, and yet, in the midst of it all, he praised God. Friends, when we offer the sacrifice of prayers, we are praising God not because of our circumstances, but in spite of them. Hallelujah. There is no sacrifice. The very word sacrifice, it, 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 it means it's going to cost us something. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to cost. So praise becomes a sacrifice when we praise God when we don't feel like it. When everything seems to be going wrong. And then we need to Praise Him by faith and praise Him in obedience to the Word. Not because we feel like it. We praise Him not for what He's done, but for who He is. Amen? He is our God and He never changes. Friends, can I say this morning, the sacrifice of praise does not come easily. It's not cheap. It costs us something. But I believe it brings great delight to the heart of the Father. When God, when, when, when God's people are going through the mill and they lift up their voice and they praise God, then I want to tell you, God loves to receive that sacrifice. God loves to receive that sacrifice of prayers. What is the sacrifice of prayers? It is praise that is praise continually. Notice what our text says here. It says, By Him therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. 
What does that mean? What does continually mean? Always, at all times. David learned this secret. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Friends, it's not spasmodic praise. It's not erratic praise. It is not fair weather praise. It is not sentimental or superficial. It's not empty praise. It's not cheap praise. It's praise that costs us something. It's a sacrifice. It's consistent praise. It is offered to God continually. In the good times and in the bad times. When everything is fine and when nothing seems to be going right. On both occasions, we know what it is, whether it's good or bad, to give God continual praise. It's praise that Job gave God. When he said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. I've had the good, I've got the bad. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is praise that is continuous. Sacrificial praise is praising God when a loved one dies. And we don't understand why. It's praising God when for years we've watched a loved one in sickness and suffering. And we haven't got any answers as to why that's happening. It's praising God when sickness strikes. And the doctors say there's no hope. It's praising God when we lose our jobs. Or we enter a financial crisis. Or some other crisis comes in our lives. It's praising God when the heavens seem to be like brass. And God seems a million miles away. And your prayers don't seem to be answered. In fact, you don't even feel as though your prayers are being heard. The sacrifice of praise is praising God when you cannot think of anything for which you want to praise God for. When all hell's let loose, but you praise Him just the same. Friends, can I say this morning, that is the sacrifice of praise. It is praise that we offer to God when it really costs us to do something. To, 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 to do it. It's times like that when our natural feelings argue against the reasons why we should praise God. Even people around us might discourage us for praising God in awful circumstances and situations. And there's no spring in the step. And instead of being on the mountain, you feel the mountains on top of you. And you whisper, the devil whispers in your ear, why, you, why should you praise God in this situation, in this circumstance? Why should you give praise to God? In fact, the devil whispers, God wouldn't expect you to praise him for what you're going through. 
In fact, if you praise God now in what you're going through, people think you're fanatical. Nevertheless, in the darkest night, when everything is black, you know that this deep down inside, in your spirit, that God is worthy to be praised. He's still on the throne. He's still the Almighty. He's still the ruler of heaven and earth. And nothing's changed with Him. He is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Then the sacrifice of praise is audible praise. Notice what it says here. Offer unto God continually the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips. The fruit of our lips. That tells me something. You can't offer to God a silent sacrifice of praise. Praise is audible. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You've got to speak it out. Silent praise, there is no such thing as silent praise. It is the fruit of our lips. Out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouths speak. We are to say so. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So the, the sacrifice of praise is something that we speak out. It's something that we say. You know, friends, when you speak things out, do you know nobody knows what you're thinking? Do you know even the devil doesn't know what you're thinking? What's, what you're musing on in your heart? Let me say that the devil is not all-powerful. He's not omniscient. He's not like God. God knows everything. The psalmist says there's not a thought that comes into our minds that he doesn't know altogether. He knows every thought. But the devil doesn't know every thought. But let me tell you, when you praise God out aloud, the devil can hear it. You can hear it. People around you can hear it. Principalities and powers can hear it. Hallelujah. But most importantly, God can hear it. Hallelujah. So the sacrifice of praise is something that we speak. It was this sacrifice of praise which two of God's servants, Paul and Silas, offered to God at midnight. When they were held fast in the deepest dungeon in the prison house there in Philippi. They'd been thrown into prison for speaking about Jesus. They, were, they weren't criminals. They hadn't committed some grievous crime. Some heinous offense. All that they had done was to speak about Jesus Christ. And they found themselves languishing in a prison for all their efforts. They had been beaten, the Bible says, with many stripes. 
Their backs were bleeding. They were sore. Friends, it hurt them when they were whipped that night. Their backs were raw. They'd been beaten with many stripes. Every nerve in their bodies was screaming out. Their hands and feet, the Bible says, were chained to the wall. They couldn't make themselves comfortable no matter how hard they tried. But at midnight, that time when the human spirit is at its lowest ebb, at midnight, people who are, are going through the mill hate, the, hate it through the night. It seems as though when night time comes, everything gets worse. And at midnight, when the human spirit is at its lowest ebb, when the darkness comes upon them, and they're perhaps in the depths of depression and despair, they had probably never felt less like praising God than at that very time. But at midnight, the Bible says, they began to sing praise to God. They opened their mouths. Hallelujah. And they began to sing the praises of God. Hallelujah. How, how much this must have gladdened the heart of the Lord. Eh? How much God must have been pleased that here is two servants languishing in prison, suffering shame for his name, just doing what God had commanded them to do. They were blessing the Lord. They were praising the Lord at all times. Would they deny him? This was an opportunity that they said they could have denied the God that they served. Would they question God? Would they ask the question, why? Why is this happening to us? We've done nothing wrong. Would they blame God? No, friends, a thousand times no. They began to sing his prayers at midnight. In the darkest hour, when everything seemed dark and discouraging, suddenly, the Bible says, suddenly, the walls of the prison began to shake. And their chains on their hands became loose. Friends, can I say this? The praise that they offered was their deliverance. Hallelujah. And can I say this morning, the praise that you offer can be the trigger for your deliverance. If we can get hold of this key. Paul and Silas were offering to God the sacrifice of praise. They were praising the Lord despite of every adversity. They were climbing right on top of the mountain. That mountain of their circumstances that were all against them. They climbed right on the top of it and they said, we're going to praise God in spite of it. And they shouted glory to God on the top of their circumstances. Friends, let me tell you, there are times circumstances in our life are far from pleasant. And I'll tell you what happens. Instead of climbing on top of them, we allow the circumstances to get on top of us. The Bible says we shall ride upon the flood. 
We should be seated upon the angry flood. In other words, it won't affect us. But how many times in our lives do our circumstances affect us? Paul and Silas offered this sacrifice of prayers. You know, we may not be put in a literal prison. Paul prayed this morning and rightly saw that there are many who are suffering for Christ. And this morning while we are here in freedom, they are suffering for the cause of Christ in a literal prison. Their freedom has been denied them. But friends, although we're not in a literal prison, let me say this, without sounding too much like a prophet of doom, there will be dark times that will come in all of our lives. Every one of us will face circumstances that are far from present. We'll all know days when the sun doesn't shine. The heavens seem like brass and God seems a million miles away. And if we're honest, we don't feel like praising God. Friends, can I say something this morning? Praise has got nothing to do with how you feel. And so many of us are governed by our feelings, how we feel. If we feel good, we'll praise God. If things are a bit difficult, well we'll find it difficult to praise God. It's nothing to do with feelings. Our feelings are up and down like the weather. We can go to bed at night feeling good. We can wake up the next morning feeling lousy. Does that alter the fact that God is great? It's just our feelings that play havoc with us. Notice what David said, I will bless the Lord... At all times. When he felt like it, and when he didn't feel like it. It's at times like that, friends, when everything goes wrong. We will have the opportunity to offer unto God the sacrifice of prayers. Maybe this morning, you find yourself in a prison. Some despair, some despondency, some circumstance... Some situation has come into your life. Can I say this morning, your prayers at a time like you are going through right now could trigger your deliverance. Hallelujah. Could be the way out for you. God loves to hear the sacrifice of prayers. Listen friends, when you offer the sacrifice of prayers, it doesn't only affect you. As you read Acts 16, find out who the sacrifice of prayers Affected when Paul and Silas gave it. It affected everybody in that prison. It affected the jailer. It affected his household. Hallelujah. Friends, when you offer the sacrifice of prayers, others are affected by it. Hallelujah. Maybe it's in a couple of weeks' time when we have our guest service. I might speak more on this. Let me tell you the devil's affected by it as well. It silences the avenger and the accuser when we praise God. It puts him to flight. Giving the sacrifice of prayers can only be done through Jesus. Notice what it says there, by him. By him, therefore, let us offer unto God 
the sacrifice of praise. Only Jesus can make this kind of praise possible. That's why Jesus is so wonderfully glorified when His children offer to Him the sacrifice of praise. You know, the Father knows full well that a person couldn't offer praise and thanksgiving in dire circumstances. They couldn't offer that unless the Lord was helping them. Unless God was helping them to do it. You see, friends, God sees this wonderful offering of praise that is given to His Son. And when God sees it, He notes a miracle of His grace. How many know that we're all miracles of the grace of God here this morning? Every one of us are miracles of God's grace. And when God sees someone offering unto God in difficult circumstances, praise and thanksgiving, God sees the miracle that has taken place. Here was a person, a brother or a sister, a believer in Christ, who previously might have cursed God in this very situation. But now because of the triumph of God's grace in his life, he is actually thanking and praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you imagine such effect that this praise has? I don't just understand why this is happening, but I'm praising him just the same. Hallelujah. Every time a sacrifice of praise is offered, Jesus Christ is glorified. And finally, it is the giving of thanks to His name. God wants to bring us to that place where we can sincerely give thanks for everything. Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks for everything unto God in the name of, unto God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice this verse doesn't say, giving thanks for all things. That's much more difficult. There are some things that come into our lives that we would find great difficulty in giving God thanks for. The death of a loved one. Disease and sickness. Crisis. We don't know what a day is going to bring forth. Chap over the road from the church. I spoke with him on Tuesday morning. He was asking why we were coming to the college. Hadn't seen the cars in the car park. It took him 18 months to find out we weren't there on a Sunday morning. But he noticed that the cars weren't coming into the car park. Tuesday afternoon, he walked down the street and dropped down dead. I want to tell you, friends, nobody knows what a day is going to bring forth. And so there are some things that happen to us that are difficult. But God's Word teaches us we don't give thanks for everything, but in everything, we give Him thanks. In every situation, in every circumstance, we can't perhaps thank God for it, but in it, in everything, give thanks, because this is the will of God 
in Christ Jesus concerning you. To give God thanks in the situation. We can only do this, friends, when we really believe in the sovereignty of God. Hallelujah. If we really believed in the sovereignty of God, we would know like Paul knew. Because Paul knew that all things were working together for the good. All things to those who love God. Even difficult circumstances. Even horrible situations. God can work them for good. Hallelujah. He can create character. He can create something in us. Even in the bad times. Everything is working together for good to those who love God. How do we offer the sacrifice of prayers? Well, we need a decision, make a decision beforehand that we're going to live a life of prayers. It's no good waiting until difficulties come. Make a decision beforehand that we're going to praise God when, it's, when the weather's fine and when the weather's not. We're going to praise God when we're going through the mill and when we're on the mountaintop. When we're up or whether we're down, we are going to praise God. We, mean, we, we may need to make a decision. And this morning, we need to make a decision right here in this place. That as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Lord, I'm going to praise you while I breath. I will bless the Lord at all times. Secondly, we need to make prayers a daily habit. Notice as we watch that DVD there, it's not just something that we do when we come in here on a Sunday morning. Friends, prayers is a daily habit. It's something that we offer to God continually. Every day of our life, we'll praise Him. Hallelujah. When trouble comes... We are to order ourselves to praise God. The psalmist said, Whoever offers praise glorifies me. And to him who orders his conversation aright, to him I will show the salvation, which means the deliverance of God. To him that orders his conversation Right. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conversation aright, I will show God's deliverance to him. Friends, when you're going through the mill, when your back's up against the wall, let me tell you what comes out of here is usually grumbling and complaining. What we, we, we grumble, we complain, it comes out of here. We do not order our conversation aright. And we've got to make a decision that when, we, when our backs are against the wall, when everything's going wrong, we will order our conversation to be right. Hallelujah. We will begin to speak the goodness of God, even despite of the circumstances. We will order ourselves to praise God in that difficult situation. And I want to tell you, friends, when we do that, it will prepare a way for deliverance. To Him I will show God's deliverance. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, our, our victory 
is sometimes snatched away by what we say when we're up against it. And then we need to begin to praise God by faith. We don't have to wait until we feel like praising God. It's an act of our will. And we can praise God by faith. Speaking out His prayers by faith. Begin to praise Him for making a way of deliverance for you. You don't understand why. You've got no answers. But you begin to praise Him. Because He, if you'll order your conversation aright, He will make a way of deliverance. You don't know how He's going to do it. But friends, you trust Him. And you're thanking and praising God all the same. Hallelujah. Friends, is this my lifestyle? Is this yours? You know, sometimes we, 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 we're trying to get the victory. Let me tell you, if we live like this, we're already in victory. We're already in victory. When we live our life with a life full of praise. And having begun to praise God. Let our praises ascend higher and higher and higher. Let the spirit of praise begin to overtake us. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let the high praises of God be in our mouth. Hallelujah. Friends, there is a spont spontaneity of beginning to praise God and the flow of praise getting hold of us. It's just like a, a river, a tide, a flood. The tide comes and it sweeps everything. When we get into the floor of prayers, let me tell you, it takes everything in front of it. And we can begin more and more to let the high praises of God be in our mouth. Hallelujah. He will show forth His salvation. Hallelujah. Deliverance, however God chooses to bring that deliverance. Let me tell you, he's a God who delivers. Hallelujah. And sometimes we think that deliverance is getting us out of the mess we're in. Let me tell you, friends, it may not be. God might choose some other way. I read in the book of Hebrews that these all died in faith. Some didn't get the deliverance they were looking for the way they were looking for it. But they still died in faith, trusting in God. And let me tell you, friends, our deliverance our, might come in ways. God might bring a mighty deliverance and get us out of the prison. Like he got Paul and Silas out. He may not get us out of the prison. His deliverance might be something else. But let me tell you, he's a God who always delivers. And we can trust him to know that all things are working together for good. Because we love him. Those, listen to what the Bible says, those who call on the name of the Lord shall be, that word means delivered. Those who call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. The sacrifice of praise is, is exactly just doing that. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Make a decision. That you're going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise is going to be continually on your lips. I believe this morning it's a key for people's deliverance here this morning. really believe that. I really believe that. It's time you ordered your conversation right. 
It's time you got your mouth in line with your spirit and began to speak the, the praises of God instead of the grumbling and the complaining and the mourning and the bemoaning. Why, why, why has this happened? Why shouldn't it happen? Why shouldn't it happen? Why shouldn't it happen to the Son of God who died on a cross? I don't understand why. But I do know now why. Because our salvation, as Kevin has highlighted this morning, our salvation was wrapped up in what he did. Hallelujah. Friends, we don't understand why. Make a decision that you're going to bless God at all times. Are you a praising Christian? Are you living a life of praise? Are you a fair weather praiser? Or do you praise God when it's thunder and lightning? And it's black. And it's dark. Are you a Christian who continually offers unto God the sacrifice of praise? Let me tell you, friends, there are people today who know what it is to offer unto God the sacrifice of praise. We were stirred when we heard those girls from North Korea. Stirred right to the depths of our being. To know what it costs them to be a Christian in North Korea. Friends, we have it easy. Let me tell you, we have it easy. It costs us hardly anything. They can't meet like this. They meet no more than two or three. And when they meet, they can't talk because of the high surveillance that's going on all around them, people listening. They've got to communicate by touch. I want to tell you, we've got it easy. But in the midst of it, they know what it is to praise God. Friends, we shouldn't need winding up when we come in here on a Sunday morning to praise Him. Every one of us should be bursting with praise. Thanksgiving to the Lord. It's not even a sacrifice. Here this morning, friends, we're here, but it's not even a sacrifice. And yet some of us find it very difficult to open our mouths and praise Him. Listen, if we can't praise Him in this environment... We're never going to praise Him when things go wrong. We've got to learn what it is to give unto God on a daily basis. Praise. And when the time comes, when that praise turns into a sacrifice, we'll still praise Him because He's worthy. Hallelujah. Because He's still Lord. He's still King of Kings. He's still the great I Am. He's still the one who never changes. He's still the same Jesus. Hallelujah. And he's worthy. He's worthy. So may God help us all, me included, to start today, to start right now, making prayers our lifestyle. Hallelujah. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of prayers to God. Continually.
that is the fruit of our lips. Nothing silent. It's the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Hallelujah. Let's stand, church.